0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. However, wherever, whenever you're listening, this is the Root for Wisconsin Show, episode 84. Coming from Mean True Value, and Riverwood Gallery Studio, number three in De Pere, Wisconsin. As always, I'm host producer Eric Fisher, the Big E. Joining me in studio this week, we got Ramsey Thompson making his welcome return. Ramsey, how you been doing? Awesome. How are you guys? Fantastic. Shauna, Secretary Shauna, also joining us this week. S- Secretary Shauna, how are you doing after a one-week break?
1: Great. I'm doing good.
0: Very glad to hear so with that said, we are going to get into the episode pretty much right away. A couple of pieces of business to take care of first. As always, our partners, Monkey Knife Fight, Raise Energy, RevSports.com, code ROOT4, O T number 4, 15% off any order. Find that link on our website, Wisconsin.com. Also, our friends over at Monkey Knife Fight, play the contest, put some money in your pocket, cannot go wrong. And first piece of business that really probably only matters to about 12 people, and three of them are in this room.
2: Well, it doesn't matter to me. That's true. You're going to lose anyway. I'm just here to beat Zach. I
1: am on a revenge revenge tour. I am going to get first this year. I'm not going second. Who did I even lose to? Tyson. Yeah, see? Not even. Don't even know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Tyson. You're probably a cool dude. Anyway. Probably
0: a cool dude. (laughs) So in case you didn't know, the root for Wisconsin Fantasy Football League is back in action, and we are going to determine our draft order tonight, as we record. And we'll have the video posted here because we have a cool wheel of names. What are you looking at me for?
1: Why did you tap me?
0: Because we're about to. We're about to.
1: I thought we were doing everything first.
0: What do you mean? No, we're doing this All first.
1: All right. Great. What we
0: just talked about in the pre production <laughs> meeting. I yeah. so too. This is They're typical on brand. Typical Root for Wisconsin show. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so with that said, we are doing a survivor wheel of names for all of our fantasy football draft order here. And I do have the names in order here. I'm going to shuffle them three times. And we're going to do it survival style. So
2: It's rigged as soon as Whichever
0: now. name comes up first is who is picking in order from 12 to 1. So with that side, let's get it. Let's do it. First, the 12th pick of the Root for Wisconsin Fantasy Football Draft, David Moeller. David, you're picking 12th. Sucks the suck, David. You heard Secretary Shauna. She's already talking that noise. (laughs) Pick number 11 is going to go to... Looks like, is it going to stop? Oh, there's Sean, the new co-host, the fifth man. Sean is picking 11th. At number 10, the 10th pick in the Root for Wisconsin Fantasy Football Show. Justin can't escape it. He was so close last time. Cannot escape it. He's picking 10th. At number 9. The ninth overall pick in the first round of the Root for Wisconsin League is... Secretary Shauna. Sucks (laughs) to suck.
1: Shit.
0: At number eight in the Root for Wisconsin fantasy football draft. Is it going to stop on Zach? Zach is picking A. So Ramsey and I still alive, Ramsey. We are almost approaching that top half. Number seven... In the root for Wisconsin, fantasy football draft is the defending champion Tyson Holla.
1: Ugh.
0: Tyson picking seventh, Ramsey top half, buddy. Let's go. Where do we? Where do you want
2: to be in the fantasy football draft? Honestly, like,
0: like three or four, I think is the best. I pick. think
2: I agree. Takes the pressure off drafting Christian McCaffrey. Oh, don't even start. <laughs> picking
0: sixth oh. is yours truly. I'm picking sixth. I'm okay with that. Don't get Jonathan Taylor, but I'll survive with that. He's a bum anyways. Jonathan Taylor? That's a terrible take. He's probably injured. At number five is Ramsey. Let's go. Well, well, well. well, well. Oh, yep, You're it's Ramsey. number five. Ramsey at number five. So still left. Jordan Fyfield, Jordan Fields, Mark and Tony. At number four, Mark Fisher. Oh,
1: That's a good spot.
0: That is a good Golden spot for him. How many kickers is he gonna draft this year? At least two. All of
1: them.
0: <laughs> At least two.
1: Kicker in the first round.
0: So two Jordans and Tony. Still left. As the wheel spins around, it'll be Jordan Fifield picking third. So the two, of course, for Wisconsin show, the top two picks are going to out of state people.
1: Ugh. But sounds our loyal listeners. Right.
0: Our loyal listeners, I'm not gonna throw any hate here, but our out of state listeners picking second will be Tony, which of course is going to mean Jordan Fields. Old man Fields is picking first in the Root for Wisconsin league. Fancy football draft. We still have to work on date and time yet, but we'll post the rosters. We'll post all that stuff on the website as we go along here. So congrats, Jordan Fields. You are picking first and who's number 12, David, Dave Moeller. I think he was number 12. Tough break, buddy. Tough break. Anyway, you win some, you lose some, and that is defensive football draft. Damn. Yeah, Sean, what are you picking, like, ninth, tenth?
1: Something shit. She's so
2: far back that we don't even know. <laughs> it doesn't even shady.
0: matter.
1: Ah, the only girl in the league, man. Hey, you
0: finished second last year. You finished better than all three of us in the show. The revenge tour seems like the revenge a, a bad
1: tour. start. It's okay. I, well... No, I drafted second last year, so that was a pretty good spot for me. But you know what? I'm going to win with shitty people. I don't really know how fantasy works. I just kind of picked off based off of like who I knew and if their jerseys were cool. And I got second. So
2: All right, guys. So now we just got to know to draft everyone that Shauna knows. <laughs> and she's going to be shit out of luck. It's just going to be downhill all well, day. I add, got
1: A-A-Rod last year. so We did
2: add two players to the league, so it's going to
0: be even more... We added two teams in the, the league, ah, so it's going to be shit. even more spread out.
1: It is what it is. I'll still come out with a on top. At least uh, here's p- fantasy football prediction. I'm going to get at least top three. That's a bold claim, but
2: that's is. a that's a bold claim for someone picking I don't even know. 10. You're so deep in the field. I can't even see, see you back there. That's the thing. Peasant. All you
1: guys underestimated me. So, like, if I initiated a trade, you guys were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. She doesn't She doesn't know. So, I was, go ahead, underestimate me. That'll be fun for you. Shawna, you can't
2: be the underdog when you first second last year. Yeah. You it's don't okay. get to take this underdog route I'm not anymore. underdogging. No, you're I'm trying just, to. <laughs> you're trying to get the people the world's behind you. Getting I'm me. not. I'm, I'm a girl. Saying, I don't know
0: what's no. going on. The world's against me. I finished, football.
2: I finished second last year.
0: <laughs> just, oh,
2: no, it's so bad. It's just because all you guys. It's rough.
1: It's because all you guys suck. So, I mean, it is what it is. I did it. It was it's my first so challenging.
2: year. Oh, no. Poor
1: Sean. I was a pretty good freaking manager. I'm going to tell welcome. you that.
0: All the help I gave you.
1: Shut up. Don't even act like this was <laughs> your doing.
0: A lot of it was.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: A lot of it was. I'm just saying you're not allowed to be the underdog.
1: I'm not trying to be the underdog. It's I'm just saying, year, you guys.
0: Justin. I think so. I... Oh, no, I don't have the league history anymore. But, yeah, I believe it was Justin. I'm pretty confident that it was <laughs> not his best show. You know what no, remember wasn't him?
1: it you? No, no,
0: no. No, Ramsey made a late season push. I... Like, he, If we would have had expanded playoffs other than four teams, Ramsey would have been in. And, and I would have been oh. Would you have? I he would have. He He actually had his late season. Ramsey had one of the top points for in the league. But he also had <laughs> the top <laughs> points against. It wasn't yeah. even close. <laughs> no, it, it was, I was by a, like three or four hundred.
2: <laughs> I know. At one point, it was literally at 350 points against at a deficit, and it was just not. And great. that's like not your. It's
0: not like real football where you're like actively preventing points. Like you, you're just you can't do anything about that. Yeah. You know, you could score 150 every week, but if your opponent scores 100, I pretty much did. Yeah, I scored like 140 every week, and I just got. You had the one guy who had, like, Dalvin Cook on his best week yeah. or whoever, <laughs> and they scored. That was me.
1: I had Delvin Cook till he got hurt. Yeah.
0: <sighs> but you, then you have go against the person who scores, like, 165 every week. Should I fan-source my draft? No, because
1: I was going to say. Didn't Justin do, like, an auto-draft gonna, last year? That's
0: what I was going to say here in my Justin shit talk here is, remember how confident he was? I'm going to beat all you pins, and I'm going to auto-draft. Because I don't need to be there. Then he finished like 3-15 or something like that. I don't know what his actual record was. But uh, a couple new twists to the league for those that are even care. Not that anybody does. Except the 12 people who are involved. But uh, we did expand playoffs to six teams.
1: Should have done that It had year.
0: been four. And we've also added two-week playoffs instead of the single-week playoff. So I don't know if I like that better or not. Personally, I do, because it, it makes it so that you're not victim to one bad week. But isn't the fun of it, though? Great yes. certainty. And then also, we are not playing week 18 this year. Are these rules subject to change? Potentially. Okay. But as of right now, the playoffs will start, I believe, week 12, because we'll have 11 regular season weeks. We'll go 12-13, 14-15, 16-17. So that that last game, that week 18 where nobody plays, isn't going to fuck over a championship.
2: See, I think it should. See, I think that's terrible. But that's the fun of it. I'm not on board with you that. you got to pick bad players, but not too bad. There's, there's extra strategy that's involved. <laughs> like, you can't pick Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, Dak Prescott might help you out. True. It adds value deeper in the rosters. That's what I'm saying. Anyway.
1: That's a good thought.
0: That'll be up for discussion. I'll, I'll, I'll put that up for discussion in our group. Anyway, so back to the episode here and actually talking about stuff that matters to the rest of our listeners. Uh, first, we're going to start off with what we had rooted for. That is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics over 300 plus powered stores, now including the WWE. For all those who are paying attention to our wrestling mm-hmm. episodes and our wrestling road to RPW Heat Wave 2. Uh, WWE shop is now through Fanatics now, too. It's funny
2: that Vince McMahon gets ousted and all of a sudden the company gets way more progressive and just like up to date. Yeah. Funny how that happens. Real funny. It's been a month.
0: <laughs> <And> they're <just laughs> in a much brighter spot. So with that said, my route for I think I'm going to start off with here. I think it's actually going to be the the road to heat wave two that we did. That's the mini series. Uh, First of all, big thanks to Rich and Devin, TW3, Johnny CK, and TJ, who all joined the series throughout that. Um, It was a blast to do. So thank you to all of you who joined the series. And also thanks to the listeners who, most of our listeners, I would probably go on a limb, say probably don't care about wrestling, but let us do that little mini-series and promoted it and listened and shared and all that fun stuff too, so... That is my official route for the RPW Heatwave 2 well, miniseries. And it's just such a great
2: promotion that is... Only a year old. Yeah, and it's just something that you can go to and enjoy and just have a good time with. It's just, if you're not there, I'm going to be disappointed because that's what it, it's going to be a blast on Saturday night.
0: Tickets are still available now. With that said, they did sell the two, or two of the four front receipts, the ones that are next to us. I don't know who bought them, but... Hopefully there's some fans. Yeah, I'm hoping show. so. Hoping some fans of the show, after they heard the podcast this morning and, and got on those tickets right away, because I, I mentioned that the tickets next to us were still available. So I'm hoping. I'll, we'll sign autographs. We're not against that. Ramsey's going to be in the ring twice. Hopefully. Well, what, twice for sure. We know this. Maybe more. Maybe, Maybe more. less. Who knows? Well, no, we're pretty, pretty confident. What if I break too. my leg? Well, looking. Wheel you in, or pick you up, and roll you underneath ropes. Just eat me over the top rope, <laughs> <laughs> fucking ragdoll in the ring. <laughs> so Ramsey will be in the ring twice. I will personally be in the ring once. Justin will be in the ring once. First, for us to hand off the inaugural cruiserweight championship, we get to do that, and then Ramsey also gets a picture with Heather Reckless. Heather Reckless, who really has a- been oh. featured on AEW, it's now it's going to be a blast. So tickets still available, including two front row seats, still available. Uh, go to the watering hole. There's a store in Appleton Mall, which I cannot for the life of me think of. It's like sharper edge or something like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it is. It's not sharper image. We know that. But it's like, sh- it's something sharp, and there's like a corner or an edge of some sort involved too. But no free ads either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can go there. You can go to the RPW website, which is also linked to their social media, which we do promote since we are promoting the event. So uh big thanks to all of them over there. That's my root for Ramsey, yours?
2: Hmm. We had a lot of negatives. Any
0: That's positives?
2: My root no. No positives, just negatives. All right. Shauna, any
0: positives? Any root for here for you?
1: Um, Going to go kind of a lame route, but looking for a root for a good year of school. I had my first day back today. Nerd. I know. <laughs> Nerd, but I had my first day back to work today. It was very, very great. And uh, so hopefully we can ride that train all the way to June.
2: How many uh, troublemakers do you got? How many little Ramses are running around?
1: I'm not sure. I can't tell yet. It was a. You know, oh, first so day of school. None. Well, I mean, I, there's going to be some, but, uh, but I.
2: But Ramsey made it well known before the bell rang that it was not going to be a fun year.
1: I think I, think I maybe have one like, mild case of Ramsey. <laughs> See, I would say that
0: Good. what's more good. dangerous than a Ramsey in the classroom is an Eric in the classroom. Because everything about me, and I, you can attest to any of my teachers that I had, but everything about me would say, hey, he's going to be a good kid. And most of the time I was. However, I was also a little shithead, too. So yeah. any of our teachers who are listening to this or want to either prove me wrong and say I was a shithead all the time, or if you're listening and you have any stories to tell, be sure to message Paige. We'll have you on. We'll talk some teaching.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, with Secretary Shauna, Ms. H in the classroom.
1: Yep. But, so, yeah, just a good good year school. That's what I'm rooting for because it was a great day. So hopefully we're riding that train to June.
0: No, Shauna, just real quick here. What, what is
2: it? <laughs> That's awful optimistic. <laughs> like, oh, hopefully momentum just carries to the rest of the year. What, well,
1: they say, you know... It they, it starts off right right off the bat first day. So
0: so what is worse than the classroom having an Eric or a Ramsey?
1: Ooh see your Ramsey's. I think you like those are you know that they're going to push your buttons and you know that they're kind of like going to be bad. Not bad, but like no I was you, bad. Right. So <laughs> you kind of know that you, you peg those kids. And I think that's easier because the sneaky ones like I ha- I've had a few that are sneaky, and, like, I knew they were doing something wrong, but I could never prove it because they were sneaky about it. Like, see, I feel like a Ramsey... I did it right in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> like, a Ramsey in the classroom, I knew I could get it because, you know, they do it right in front of you. And Eric in the classroom is tough because you can never prove that they did it because they're sneaky. And, and then you usually good. just
2: blame on the Ramsey. That's usually, exactly what <laughs> That's happened. exactly
1: how it goes, which is sad because these people like Eric over here... Are doing like they're like the puppet masters.
2: Part of my f- the fun that I had with it though was l- you knowing that I did it and yeah. there was nothing you could do to stop me.
1: <laughs> that's true. And That like, was my fun. That's also tough. So honestly, the two of your personalities—if had I had both, had I had both of you in a class—oh my goodness, that's tough because you. I feel like I talked to, to talking to Ramsey. I would talk to you. And be like, OK, I got through to him. And the next day you just do it again. Exactly.
2: And that'd be the fun.
1: And Eric, again, he would be bad because on the surface level, he was very like well behaved. And so but I could never catch him. And he would puppet master people like you to just continue doing just bad things. So, yeah. The two that's of why you Ramsey and I
0: became friends. Honestly, <laughs> probably it was meant to be. Hey, Ramsey, wouldn't this be funny?
1: And then Ramsey would be like, that'd be hilarious. Let's do it.
0: I and think that still gets us in trouble to this day. We are 26 and 27, respectively. And that's and still holders
1: Yeah. So, yep. There All
0: right. So, positives out the door. Ramsey, you said you have a lot of negatives. I'm already against one of them, but I'm going to let you start off the negatives. So Tyler Hero, New Year of the Week. My New Year
2: of the Week is the NASCAR playoffs. The oh. fact that... Until Sunday, Chase Elliott did not have a championship locked, or the regular season championship locked in, and there's a potential chance that Ryan Blaney could have won it, and he might not make the playoffs. That's wild. It's just absurd. Ryan Blaney is second in points right now. Granted, it's not really that close. It's The season, and why NASCAR went to the playoff format they did, because at this point, it's basically over. Chase Elliott had, like, 170 point lead going into 11 weeks left so essentially the championship would already be locked up and that's why they implemented the point system they did but the fact that ryan blaney could have missed could have won the regular season championship and missed the playoffs
0: that's wild is
2: so just ass backwards to me that's wild and i did
0: not realize and you know i kind of did Realize that Ryan Blaney was that close because he's so consistent.
2: He's a consistent like top seven guy. Fortunately for NASCAR, he wasn't that close. Like Chase Elliott had to score four points on Sunday to right. lock it up a week early, so it, he wasn't really that close. That so Chase Elliott wouldn't have to start at Daytona this week and still have the Rangers and Championship locked up. But the fact that you could have had that potential, we need to fix that. That that's a problem in my opinion. Yeah, that that sounds like a huge problem. Like I said, just
0: Ryan Blaney, a top, what, like I said, top seven, top ten driver. Yeah, probably. Week in, week out. Just he hasn't been in victory lane yet this year, has he? Correct. Which is also astonishing in and of itself. I mean, he is a again, he's just always near the front, but
2: just can't put it together.
0: Right. But also, like you said, the fact that he could have been second place in points, potentially won the regular season championship, but not get in the playoffs is absurd.
2: Ramsey, any others that you want to get off your chest? I think uh, I'm just gonna give myself a pat on the back. Um, Jordan Love, he's not it, bro. <laughs> like he's just not. He's not that guy. And we were kind of talking about this pre-show, and I the this question got very heated. The question already. that I asked to Eric is, is Jordan Love to a starting quarterback in the league? And Eric assured me, yes, he is. But then I specifically asked to name me the quarterback that is starting in the league that is currently worse. I thought about this for a little bit. But and I'm glad head. you did because I'm sure there's an answer. I don't necessarily disagree. But you also got to remember there's going to be five or six first-round quarterbacks taken next year in the draft. That's fine. Here's people in the league right now that
0: I would say Jordan Love, with the current roster as is, would be better than, with, than who is on – as an alternative, I would confidently say I would rather have Jordan Love than Kirk Cousins.
2: Oh, God, that's terrible. I would rather that's have... dog puke. Why? Do Is Kirk Cousins good? No. No. But does Kirk Cousins win games and is Kirk Cousins wildly productive? Not really. Yes. Kirk, Kirk... Cousins is
0: the definition... Of average. Not above average. Not aggressively average. He is. Average. He is average. But Jordan Love's not Kirk Cousins. I would say he is. He's actually, I would actually <laughs> rather have Jordan Love for his mobility. He's got the decision making is getting better. Eh.
2: I would rather have Jordan Love today over Kirk Cousins. Uh, that's a bad pick. You can continue. But that i that's not. Kirk Cousins say what you will about him as a top 15 quarterback in the league. He's top 15. Because I think we can all agree at this point, Baker's somewhere probably around 20, right? Kurt Cousins is better than Baker Mayfield is. I would rather have Jordan Love than Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold.
0: I would rather have Jordan Love over Zach Wilson. I would rather have Jordan Love over Mac Jones. I would rather have Jordan Love over Jared Goff. I would rather have Jordan Love over Marcus Mariota.
2: See... That's a lot of proven starters, at least. Jared Goff is going to win probably six games this year with Detroit. Jordan Lovell. Over was, under
0: six and a half, by the way. For is those. it?
2: For those of you who are I, degenerate to,
0: gamblers, that is. The I would hard pound, knocks effect is real. I would pound the over. The hard knocks effect on the Lions this year is real. What is the other one that I saw? The Vikings are at nine. I would hammer the under. On the Vikings? On the Vikings. I would rather have Jordan Love than Justin Fields as well. Let's see. If if something happened to Aaron Rodgers right now, God forbid, knock on wood that it doesn't, Jordan Love would at worst be the second best quarterback in this division.
2: No.
1: No. Jared
2: Goff is better. Kirk Cousins is better.
1: They've had way more experience than him.
2: It doesn't matter. It it does, too. 100% matters.
1: Jordan Love is so, like, timid.
2: Jordan Love is raw talent. In, I don't necessarily know if year three you haven't got the raw talent to the point of being starting quarterback that he's raw talent three years in the lead and hasn't got to the point of being a starting quarterback. He's had the two-time MVP ahead of him still.
1: Well, he's obviously gotten better than he has been, but I don't think he's better than the Kirk Cousins. If Jordan Love
0: off. was starting for the Packers this year instead of Aaron Rodgers,
2: the Packers would still be a playoff team. Absolutely no. not. Absolutely, absolutely, be. absolutely no, they wouldn't. One hundred percent. If they were, it'd be in spite of Jordan Love. Jordan Love would not benefit. Or Jordan Love would not be able to carry them to a win.
1: With all of those rookie receivers and a like a basically a rookie quarterback, like nah.
2: They're not a playoff team. They might be a playoff team just based on the defense being I that think we can, I think too. we can all agree though that the defense is probably gonna be a top eight defense conservatively. At worst, I think it. I think at worst top ten, right? Top ten, I would I'm gonna guess closer to the five than the ten, right? And they're gonna be a top fifteen run team. That's that's what I'm saying. You could put me at that point, and we could probably make a, be a playoff team if that's what you're saying. Like the quarter. If that's what it's the, in spite of the quarterback. There's two types of quarterbacks in the lead. There are quarterbacks that elevate teams, and there are quarterbacks that are carried by the team. Jordan Love falls in the ladder. You don't draft first-round quarterbacks that are the ladder. You draft first-round quarterbacks to be the t- the one that's going to put you over the edge. And someone in that draft class is going to have to bust. I sure. think Jordan Love
0: is your bust. It, can he really be a bust at 26, though?
2: Yeah. I Patrick Mahomes had 50 touchdowns season by this point. Uh, he also wasn't playing behind the MVP. He still played behind Al Smith. side of year. I mean this is now the n f l of you know what you are by the end of the year not maybe not year one, Thanksgiving, year two, and if Jordan Love was a playoff caliber quarterback, they would have moved off Aaron Rodgers and not paid him fifty million dollars. I disagree. I know we've had this conversation a billion times because it what where agreement is right now is they're probably the weakest unit is probably the receiving core, right. I think if you look at the team just as a whole. I'd say the tight end group, actually. Not the, I would say the receiving core
0: is going to be very underrated this year.
2: But you're going to have Bob Tunyon, and he's going to be solid enough at your tight end. He's going to be good enough. I can't necessarily say that about the receiving core. You have Devontae Adams, who's averaging 112 or 110 the last few years, receptions a year. Sure. Where are you going to find other six re, re, or receptions between what you already have, plus where's the other 60, 65 receptions going to come from? You have Samuel Watkins in the full. He hasn't played some a mark full year it. since his rookie year. Sure. But what you do have,
0: you have Big Bob coming back off injury after he was out, what, week seven, week eight last year? Sure. So he's refreshed. He's leaner. Sure. So he's going to get some he of those. He looks good. Bob Tony and Aaron Jones is going to probably get some more. See, I don't know about that, though. I would say that the combination, I would say Sammy Watkins, I think Randall Cobb's probably going to get worked a little more. If they can stay healthy. Sure. That's a pretty big if. You have Romeo Dobbs, who has been a head turner and a half. Can he catch the ball, though? I would say confidently <laughs> that he, if he can turn
2: the he right did, way. So Romeo Dobbs, I guess Sammy Watt, the three new guys, right? Dobbs, Watson, Watkins. Between the three, they have to hit have 65 receptions. I don't doubt that they can. He's which I think that's feasible. Feasible. Yeah. However, that's also betting that Sammy Watkins stays healthy. And that's betting that the two rookies are going to take a step forward of what they already are. Which I think are two things you can probably safely say at this point. I think you can write it down in pencil. I don't know if I'd say pen, but i think but you- Pencil, probably. Absolutely. But Jordan Love in the place of Aaron Rodgers, that doesn't look the same way. Yes,
0: but if also I mean, you look at where this team is, they are a pass team right now because of Aaron Rodgers. The scheme, the roster around the team is a run first team. Yeah. Which with a and a heavy defense team. This team would operate totally differently if it was Jordan Love as a starting quarterback week in, week out. And I could confidently say that if that was the case, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones would carry most of the offensive load, which they probably will at least be probably close to forty-five percent this year. The way it is.
2: Oh, I would guess fifty or sixty. I, I would too. I was trying to be more conservative towards because how many the passing uh, game. how many pass attempts did Aaron have last year? Do we know? Does anyone have that off? I, I can off get that hand? up. But let's just say though, Aaron probably had, if I had to guess, what five. 50 probably pass attempts slash
0: season. Aaron Rodgers in 2021. Let me get his stats pulled up. I'm gonna here. say 550. That's off the top of my head, and not looking at stats. 550 to 600 You there. said? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers had 531 pass attempts
2: slash season. 550. Year. That's pretty good. That's off by 20. Um, For what it's worth, he's only gone above 600 once in his career. So we're at 550 this year, right? I would assume that number is going to be closer to 490 to 500 this year. I mean, I guess 35 to 40 less attempts. So those attempts are going to go other places, right? Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, who I think they're going to work A.J. Dillon this year. I think that's going to be a big, especially when, what, post-November 1st? I think you're going to see a lot of A.J. Dillon coming on the stretch. And you're at home a lot in that stretch, too. Yep, and I, I think that's, uh, I think the Packers are going to want to control the ball. They're going to want to look like kind of how Tampa Bay did, minus all the all-star receivers, kind of in their playoff run when they started to get just run the ball heavy behind the offensive line, play solid defense, let Tom figure out the rest.
0: Alright, anyway, so that was that's your Noogie. Do you have any other noogies just while we're still on this? I mean we'll get back to the pack talking a little bit. I don't bit. think
2: so. I think that's a that's a pretty good amount of hate for today. Shana, <laughs> no Noogie Summer officially over for you. No
1: Noogie Summer is officially over. I guess the only thing that I have uh that's been really grinding my gears these days is stupid drivers. Like when the when the stop and go light is green, freaking go. Right? Like, that's what it means. Are you waiting for a different shade? No. So just drive. I take Ashland Avenue into work every day, and I probably hit 10, 11 stop and go lights. And it's ridiculous how many people just sit there. I'm like laying on my horn. Like, let's go.
2: Maybe take a different route to work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to go on the highway, though, because that's kind of like it's like a weird. That's
2: a weird catch. Like It doesn't really make it better.
1: Right. That. And like, I don't know where we live now to like where I work. There's not really like a great way to go. So I don't know, because I'd have to go like Maine anyway to get to the highway, which is still annoying. Everyone goes like way slow. Anyways, just like the morning commute. Living in a bigger city is kind of for the birds. I agree with that. I uh I miss my little Sheboygan commute, my little four-way stop, and then my one stop and go light on the way to work.
2: Yeah, that's the living in Sheboygan though. Yeah, I know. But no, 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 no hate to Sheboygan, lots of lovely people there. I'm just saying that uh, a handful really for being
1: right, just the people <laughs> that I know.
2: <laughs> so how many, That's
1: half the town, right? I mean, yeah, we're pretty small. But no, it's just like I said. This like big city, like I guess I never had like my biggest commute was like waiting three minutes at my you know little four way stop. Like that was like my traffic jam. Now I like actually had a traffic jam today because there was somebody pulled over on my on the road I was using, and I'm like Ugh, it took forever for me to get home. We should have get the
2: celebrities and fly the private jet across town. Yeah, we got well, so we're for we Wisconsin. You guys got to start. Giving us money. We'll start Patreon. You can just donate money to us. <laughs> we have so like a
1: helicopter. helicopter.
2: So we can get a helicopter to go back and forth to work. And just yeah. parash you down?
1: No, a helicopter. No, like helipad. In the lot. Helipad.
0: Yeah. Does your school have a helipad? No, well, we could get one. That's
1: true. Or on I can land in the parking lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It just works in elementary school. They're not driving.
1: Exactly. That's true. Exactly. Eric, Come <laughs> the only people in the parking lot are the teachers. So exactly. So we could, we could would, block off a helipad we could make in it the parking work. lot. Do you have a spot? Oh, yeah. We could get to work together. Oh, yeah.
2: I have all sorts of space.
1: Okay. (laughs) Excellent. We have
2: acres, acres to land the helicopter. Don't you worry.
1: Yeah. Eric works from home, so he wouldn't be utilizing the helicopter. Or I could just drive you guys. I could fly myself.
2: I don't know if you want that responsibility. Remember remember what happened to Kobe?
1: Pilot Eric?
2: Too soon too soon.
1: Yeah, we haven't hit our 20, 21 years, is it? Whatever it is.
0: That, in fact, it was his birthday yesterday. Come on. That's why oh. it was, uh... That's why it stung <laughs> it's just a little the bit dome. extra. Oh, man. All right. Well, my noogies, I got a couple.
1: Uh-oh.
0: First of all, this dude who created the hot dog straw, have you seen that on the internet? He's my hero. Yes. The hot, hot dog, dog straw. I'm going to defend this guy. that's good.
1: Good? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's saying. It's like salty. That guy just lit... <laughs> <laughs> you know like when like you're having like a snack <laughs> god that's not what it meant but, like, when you're Having a snack and a beer oh <laughs> oh dear
2: uh, having a snack he wasn't eating the hot dog he was used as a fucking straw i
1: know but maybe it changes the flavor you know i'm
2: not willing to try i'm no. just saying i respect the dude because that takes <laughs> that takes some cojones because you know you're gonna be a meme
0: oh well, that sure. i'm just curious like he has a straw in hand that he stabs through the hot dog. It's not like he's, like, finding something
2: random to put through to, but also to create it. So but like, Sean probably not wrong. There probably is a sweet, salty type thing going on there. It's but
1: honestly, I'm, like, when you, like, okay, sometimes when you're eating, like, it, it just a beer and a hot dog, like, I that's, it probably.
0: Hey, like, do you go to baseball games? Yes. I'm just curious where, like, this had to start somewhere. This wasn't just, like, a first time well, thing. You've
1: never
2: seen the people drinking milk out of it on the TikToks?
0: Not out of out a, out hot, of a dog. hot dog.
2: Out of hot Yes. No. Yeah, they put the glizzy in the milk and then drink the...
0: <laughs> can I get uh, another nugget anyway that says glizzy unironically? Ugh. That's the dumbest name for hot dog. No, no, dog.
2: I love glizzy. That's... I hated it originally, but think about saying hot dog. Sounds like a child. Glizzy yeah. sounds dirty. Glizzies. You can just say wiener. Like, what, why are we not going to wiener?
1: Kids at school use glizzy
2: as an insult. Well, yeah, it's a glizzy. It's it. like a dong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: It's not... not you were about to yell at me. <laughs>
1: What? No, it wasn't.
0: I thought you were out up me. So that was my first one. My second one is
1: okay. Kevin. Can we just go? Can someone try it? Like one of you try it.
2: It sounds like you were the one that was interested. I
1: in don't it. want to try it. I just
2: you don't want to be the first, but you want to be there in the room. Yeah. My, See,
1: should we try it next time?
2: We might have. I to. make it a point though to not eat hot dogs. Hot dogs kind of gross me out.
1: Yeah. They're not. Just I, a little I, bit. like Yeah. So we decided Eric's going to try it. I think this one's like a Sean thing
0: next time he's on.
1: Justin. Th- Justin's Wait. not going to do it because he's
0: never going to show up. Yeah. Plan!
1: Whoever loses the fantasy football has to try the...
2: The Lizzie and the then, though, no, We're going to No, we're not.
1: It's documented right here.
2: So it is Secretary Sean that is bringing it up. And it's that's me. true. That's true.
0: Should we do that? The only problem is that we're going to have to wait six months for that
2: reveal. I kind of want to know soon. Yeah. I kind of want to know now. Damn it. I don't. Like I said, I don't want to be the one to try it, but I want to be there when it happens. Put our I names think in the Sean... wheel of names, Eric. Yeah. All right. <laughs> put it in the wheel of names. <laughs> I th- I think... Sean's not gonna be here to defend himself about the glizzy and the...
0: I bet you he's going to listen to this tomorrow and be like, Shit. Sons of bitches. Just gets roped in. I feel like Sean would do it. I think he will, uh, we'd have to get a good hot dog for him. Like, we're not just going to get some Oscar Mayer piece of shit. but
1: What?
2: Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that was a ballpark Frank. Right. It could have been. So we'll have to get a ballpark was that a, Frank. It was at a baseball game. Yeah. They Ball beef, baseball Frank. All
0: right. So I'm making the wheel of, of names here. All right. Let's, and let's, should I throw should I throw Justin on it, even though he'll yes. never come And he'll never probably do it if we do tell him to? Yes. All right. I'll throw Justin on it. I'm gonna laugh if he actually wins this. The Wheel of Glizzy. Alright, We have Names for that talk.
1: Whoever it lands on first.
0: I now I wanna do a survival pull with this no. too. The stress. The stress. I'm out. Let's go. Shoot.
2: Survive. Alright. Round two. Who's gonna survive? I'm not even that upset if it happens. Like I don't wanna Shauna, be one, you're good. Oh thank heaven. I don't wanna be the one to volunteer, that but that would like, be terrible.
0: But if it, it lands, if fate decides, yeah, it. it's fate, you know? All right. Next one. Down to three.
2: And our walk? Sean's out.
1: Oh. So it's boy. Or Like
2: I said, if it, if it is, uh, <laughs> if it's in the cards for the night, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Je- Ramsey's safe. It's Justin. <laughs> So should we just should we put Ramsey as the alternate in case Justin
2: decides to be uh No should Eric you were out first. Yeah. That means you're to survive the least. You were the alternate. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think that's how it works. How about we talk to Justin and then we'll re... Recon- Maybe someone in Roof for Wisconsin Nation wants to try it.
0: Yeah, if if any of our listeners wanna try it before we have a chance to talk to Justin, by all means let us know. We wanna hear from you on how that goes. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. So, my second noogie, Kevin Durant, for this whole drawn-out circus he had this summer, just continues to be a problem. And I think, Ramsey, you're probably on board with me on Kevin Durant. Terrible person, human
2: being. So, where I fall on this topic, I am all for player mobility, especially in the NBA. Like, I think players should be allowed to transfer. And go wherever the fuck they want. I think that's, what, I think that's how every business should be NFL, I think that players should be able to be mobile. However, I don't think you should be allowed to be mobile when you create the mess. And that's essentially what he did. He created the mess in Brooklyn, that he wanted this and he wanted that and he constructed the roster and now he doesn't like the roster and him and Kyrie are having their marital battles and he's upset. And I don't think that's a reason to get out. Well, that and just how much power he was trying to
0: wield there where he was – you know, it's m- if I'm gonna come back to Brooklyn, I want the head coach and the GM gone.
2: Yeah, hey, Shaheem Griffin got retired today. He did, yeah. Let's give him a hand. Yes. Okay. He's a football player with one hand.
1: Yes.
0: Not anymore. Not no longer a football player. <laughs> Just missing one
2: hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, oh my God, the pol- the Colts punter. Pat needs to get back into the swing thing. They got a new one already. <sighs> Not Pat McPhee. Yeah.
2: Matt. Hack. He's, too, he's too busy with the, uh, the vitamins. He's making more money doing what he, he's, than he ever did. Yeah. His. So anyways, back to Kevin
0: Durant. Sorry. So yeah. So my thing Kevin Durant is, like you said, you don't get to be the problem and then hold all that power to try to get your way. Well, he didn't he... have any power.
2: The owner basically just said, fuck you and get back to work.
0: Right. <laughs> I have you signed for four more years. And I'm going to ask you a question, and this is going to be something that on the surface seems like a dumb question. Is Kevin Durant worth a headache anymore? Yes. My instinct also says yes. Like, he's still talented enough. But I think with his health issues, he's getting close to that point where it's not.
2: Well, the NBA told you that he wasn't. And he would have moved if it wasn't for Rudy Gobert getting, what, six picks? from the Timberwolves or Utah got six picks for Rego bear. If the market wouldn't have changed, what Kevin Durant probably would have went for would have been a starter and two or three draft picks. And that's probably what Kevin Durant would have wielded. And that's probably fair. The issue is that the only teams that could use Kevin Durant Kevin Durant would be okay to go to would have to gut their entire roster to Kevin Durant there. Right. I Miami, philadelphia uh, phoenix
0: which also ironic uh boston boston um also ironically because it sounds like from reports that the issue that was really in brooklyn was kd and harden not being on the same page oh, i don't doubt that where Ky- somehow kyrie irving wasn't the issue as much of a nutcase as he was or is. Not even a nutcase, just a headcase. I think there's a, yeah, a there's difference. Case. But for all the headaches that he seemingly could have caused, the relationship of Durant and Harden was the issue, not Durant and Kyrie. Even that that was kind of skewed too. Wasn't to, Durant
2: asking for Harden to come there? That's why it's weird. And Kyrie's the one that didn't want Harden there. Is Kyrie the same one? That's what I'm saying. Like
0: I actually I think it's Harden that's the same one. Uh well uh, of these three. And then Kyrie, like I said, is somehow not the problem child in this this whole debacle.
2: I mean if you can get Ben Simmons to buy in and you can get if Ben Simmons is bought in and Kyrie Irving plays all eighty two, that's a that's a good roster. That's a fifty five win team probably. Correct, if everyone well, plays? That's a contender in the East, yeah, absolutely. That's a contender in the West, yet alone the East. I mean, that's a, that's a top five or six roster, and I think Golden State's not going to be as good next year. And I think that, because let's be realistic here, right? And I probably wasn't on as much when the Bucks were in the playoffs coming down the spring, but going back in time, about eight weeks, 12 weeks now, whatever it was, Milwaukee probably takes out Golden State. I don't.
0: I, I think they're lined up where with they would have. with
2: a healthy Middleton. I think that that's. I don't even think it's a question. I think they'd get blow by Boston, and I think Giannis would cause all sorts of issues for Golden State. See, that's. I mean, say what you
0: will about Chris Middleton and his contract and the whole situation. He that was a huge game changer, and without Chris Middleton, Boston was the perfect matchup for that.
2: And I stand by what I said. I think Chris Middleton's not a great player who's making max money, which just hurts me on the inside. But even if you so we look at that contract now versus what we looked at that contract a few years ago, it doesn't look that bad anymore. Well you get a championship out of it. I mean Well and his money his money assessment currently he's probably what a thirty two, thirty three million dollar cap hit. Right. Where LeBron James just is making fifty million. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, well LeBron James is probably twice as good as Chris Middleton, but <laughs> there's other guys in the league that are also making max money that definitely are not as good as Chris Middleton is. So I might have been a little wrong, Chris Middleton. Interesting. So and then my
0: last, I just have one last noogie. And my last noogie, very quickly here, because we've been going for quite a while on our noogies. Like kind of like the show of old, which I love. Um, real quick here, my last Noogie, I I genuinely all these preseason college football lists, like the fact that Graham Mertz, which I hope Graham Mertz is ending up on these finalist lists, but the fact that any player ever is basically on every preseason watch list if they win a game. Like Graham Mertz is on the Johnny Unitas watch list, and, and like I'm, Braylon Allen, very talented. He's only 17, you know? He's only 18 now. Oh, but very talented is like they have the preseason All American list. They've got the Doak Walker preseason watch list. All these watch lists are just stupid. So I'm very over that. Um, That's also our little Badger segment. Um, Season starts next week. I know Justin unfortunately probably won't be able to join us just with his schedule going on. But maybe with school starting, things will kind of go back. I think maybe he'll be able to join us next week.
2: Probably won't be here to eat his hot dog. Maybe, maybe next week I will tell you guys who the final four will be in the college football playoff. Do you have your idea already? I do. You yeah, want it's pretty to? obvious. I know how yeah. you do it. You just look at all the recruiting classes, and whoever the best recruiting classes are usually there. So Texas A and M. No, no. From I understand. two years ago, I probably being that way. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and the USC. I would guess. Okay. Shauna, anyway. you're the best. I was, <laughs> I was out. out, out. Yeah, I,
0: was too I wasn't because I was doing actually the talking. For those that you don't know, Secretary Shauna, beer run, absolutely clutch. Also, Bush
2: light in the farmer hands.
1: Also took the chicken out for dinner. So
2: Even better. Where'd you put the chicken for dinner? What? Where'd you put the chicken?
1: On top of the stove. It's just going to cool off.
2: But it's going to get cold. You guys want to eat now? We pause. No, we're good. We're good. No, we
1: can chop it up and put it on a salad.
2: We're still recording.
1: We're so. eating healthy.
2: <laughs> I know we're recording, but you just need it now if you want. <laughs> no, no, we're I good. I don't want we're your good. dinner to get cold.
1: No, the reason i feel guilty. It's just cooked. No, we're gonna put it on salad. We're gonna make it cold. So we cooked the chicken.
2: Why don't you put warm chicken on salad? We're it's not. Gonna That's cool it's gonna cool off. That's why it's cooling no, off. No, right why now. wouldn't you put the warm chicken on the salad?
1: Because it's good when it's cold. It's good when it's warm. Right?
0: Chicken's always good. Can we just call it that? I do love me some chicken
1: Yeah, I like chicken. It's my All
0: favorite right. Food. Anyway, next topic here. That's our Badger <laughs> breakdown. As much as we're going to have one right now, uh, Badger's back in action next week. Look forward to talking to Justin about that, hopefully, before they kick off the season. Brewer's still doing their thing, unfortunately. I I am almost ready to give
2: up on the season. Did you see my boy Fernando Tatis Jr. getting popped for the it 80 games? was getting popped for we 80 games. We talked this.
0: This was our noogie, Me which Sean makes him this. cooler.
1: That kid's name was Jackson Boob. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> but Sean and I talked about this. This was—he was actually our noogie, not for getting popped, which whatever. But his excuse for getting popped—you see these Ramsey, your boy? No, I didn't. So his first one he came out with was, "Hey, I'm sorry, I got suspended." I took this performance-enhancing drug because I was trying to get rid of Ringworm. What
2: well, was he? I, I don't know. If he was, then that's a pretty valid excuse. I Ringworm. Shit sucks.
1: But it came out later that his dad said something different. Yeah, like, their stories the didn't day, match.
0: <laughs> the literal next day, his dad was like, actually, it wasn't Ringworm. It was because he got an infection while getting a haircut when he got nicked by a razor getting a haircut.
1: So, like, what's the story? Ringworm, haircut, or you just... What if it was both? What if he was staying up for the ringworm, but his dad thought he was staying up for the haircut infection?
2: I don't, I don't know. I think you guys are being a little too quick to judge Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm just serving saying, his AD like, games.
0: yes, he's serving it. I would, just, I would just prefer that. You know, if that's honestly what happened, that is the lamest excuse for like a steroid pop.
2: Like okay, I've said it before, we should just allow these guys just take steroids get, and make baseball fun again. Get juiced up, Savannah Banana Baseball. What about it? Just they—they have fun with it. They have, yeah. But I want no. I want like guys there. <laughs> I want the guys hit the ball like eight hundred yards. I like just fucking moonshot out of the park that's, every night. Yeah, that's all I want. Let's make baseball fun again. All right.
0: So with that, I guess really the only and we and we talked pretty heavily about it earlier in the episode, but uh, Green Bay Packers two preseason games down, one to go this Thursday night. Uh, Release day against the Chiefs, and Ramsey, we haven't had you on since the preseason, and and really, uh, training camp, I think we had you for like the first episode, but any assessments that you have on the team thus far? As a whole.
2: I think they're, Green Bay is too well run for any of the preseason to really matter. I I know that's that's kind of a lame out. But there's nothing that I've seen in the preseason that I'm like, oh, that's a game changer for the season. Like, everything that I was kind of expecting going in on a training camp is kind of where we're at. Okay. Defense is stout. There's not really a weakness from my perspective on the defense side of the ball right now. They're good 1 through 11. I mean, offense is what the offense is. The offensive line's going to be good. David Bacchiaris back correct he or is off the back.
0: pup list he is practicing individual drills he has not been with like in team drills yet where is uh alan jayton's at? he's also off the pup i don't know if he is in team drills yet or not but he was off the pup uh last not this last sunday but the previous last sunday, sunday. so he's been
2: technically bath for like two weeks now so between those two guys getting back that's going to be a that's probably the difference in the 49er game right just Easily. those two guys, that's probably your difference. Easily. Now, with
0: that, I think one, and I said this last week with Sean here, and I think this continues to be the case because with Elton Jenkins, I think he's gotten some teamwork, kind of like the the shell, the seven-on-seven, seven, et cetera. Um, he, Elton Jenkins has been working at right tackle. Which, which makes think, sense. Well, Right, but I think it speaks volumes to where they think, and we're, we really haven't had the discussion yet about – Really where David Bakhtiari is They're keeping that so close to the vest But the fact that you're not putting him at left tackle Which is Bakhtiari's position I think speaks volumes about where he is In his recovery That he should be expected to come back Sooner rather than later
2: It makes sense I mean It's going to be what it's going to be Right I mean Bakhtiari back is better than no Bakhtiari wherever, Wherever he fits in the lineup At this point And I think that we're all kind of expecting him to be back, right? Like, that was never really a – everyone's injuries happened early enough in the season last year that –
0: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it just, you know, I I really hope that sometime here – and we've kind of gotten some glimpses of the story now that he he did the Pat McAfee interview. I'm really hoping that we kind of get the official, like – I'm really curious in just what all happened there. As to what led to the second surgery, what led to the third surgery, and, and you know, what the complications really have been. Because for, from his words, the ACL has been healed for almost a year. Right. But it's been two kind of subsequent, either, I don't know if it's been, like, infection-type stuff or if it's just been general. Well,
2: how old is David Bakhtiari now? He was
0: drafted 2013- so that puts him 20, he's probably about 30,
2: if not like a year or two younger. Yeah, those guys don't recover like they used to either, though. I, I would guess that was probably probably recovery he wasn't on pace for it was supposed to be. And it, not impatience, but I could you only imagine that if you were just a f- athlete for your entire life, and now all of a sudden you cannot be an athlete because you're injured. And I, that would be my assumption, I guess, is probably trying to rush back and complications that way oh i'm sure i'm
0: I'm sure that that's i mean we know that the second procedure was just kind of clean some stuff up but you know and that happened late last season but it's just kind of one of those things where i'm just kind of you know i want to know what his perspective on the whole thing has been and it sounds like he's living his best life still so uh very glad to have him kind of back in the fold now shauna we went to the game so first i want to ask your takeaways from the packer saints game that we were at
1: putting me on the spot here um oh well i mean i thought jordan love looked better than he did last year when we went to preseason however i don't think he commands as well as he should like he still is like timid as at like commanding like i watched like obviously i've been to like packer games and you watch like aaron Rodgers every week and he like like you can hear him shouting and even when you're at games, even when it's like, like when it's quiet in there, cause, you know, offense working, whatever. Oh, that's another fucking okay. thing. <laughs> hold <laughs> the
2: hold, those wave. The wave nerds. I knew that's where you were going. I'm fired up about it, too. The wave you, needs to die. Clowns. Oh, late. This is not 1982 anymore. He Grow up. Nuggie. Eric f- was so dorks. Okay. The late noogie here from the game. Dorks. So do first Nuggie, you're, or do the wave, you're a fucking dork.
1: Okay. Eric did the wave i didn't while they were on offense he (gasps) claims he claims claims they weren't but they were eric you did it right before the touchdown yes you oh my god what What? hold up and i have five other four other people to back me up no because you people are assholes no all four of you (laughs) here's what (laughs) happened Four of you
0: are liars. I don't want to tell you the truth. No, because they're assholes.
1: No, we're not. You did it.
0: Here's what happened. Shana, did you do the wave?
1: Yeah, I do it to piss Eric off.
0: Here's what happened.
1: <laughs> you did it too? I do it to piss Eric oh, off. Oh, that's it's, not a reason. Okay. Okay. Just real quick. Hold anybody back. that knows Eric, he is the easiest person to piss off. So, and it's funny when he gets pissed off so i do the wave at sporting events just to piss him off because it's hilarious his little hissy fit he throws anyways there were four of us eric and every single one of those people we will we can call them up right now and they will confirm you did it while they were on the no. offense
0: you no. did the wave eric did not do the wave. yes nerd did. here's what
1: happened you liar
2: you no line Here, shit. here's oh. what
1: happened
2: here's what happened <laughs> I cannot believe this. No. I See, I tend to lean towards the four people. I was not there, but I can say if there was four people saying something. Here's what happened. And everyone's on the same story. Eric's
0: going to tell a lie right now. Eric is not going to tell a
2: lie. Here's what happened. <laughs> Lies made baby Jesus
0: cry. I understand that. That's why I'm not lying. <laughs> so, first of all, the amount of anger I have about this is justified. Because to this point in the game, this is the fourth quarter. To this point in the game, the stupid fans have done the wave twice while the Packers were on offense. And Eric did it once. No. No, 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 no. Yes, hold you on. did. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not done yet. Neither one of you interrupt this shit. So to this point, the Packers fans have done the wave twice while they're on offense. One of which directly after a drive was a three and out. Terrible. Should have been, it was coming off a turnover. Did they did the wave three and out? Terrible. So that happens. I'm pissed off. I'm like, the wave needs to die. I've tweeted a few times. Whatever. Fourth quarter comes around. Eric does the wave. No. Stop. Fourth quarter comes around. (laughs) And here we are. We you know, we left our original seats to go sit by my brother and his fiance, Hannah. Her first Packer game ever. And then Sean and Carolyn. So we go down by them. For the third time in this stupid game, while the Packers are on offense, people are trying to start the wave. And Eric did it. No. Everyone, so the way we have it broken down, Eric and Sean are in the front. We're sitting two by two by two. Seriously, and everyone saw you do the wave. Yes. No. Yes. No, because here's what happened. Two by two by two. Next thing that happens... I see them doing the wave to my right. And I'm like, people need to stop. I put one hand That's up. That's the wave. One wave. hand up. That's the whole point of the wave. No. No, 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 Because no. here's the other side. What is this. the wave motion? Hold up. The The wave motion is two hands up like so. <laughs> I, one hand. Not if you're holding a beer, though. It was not holding a beer. It was the fourth quarter. Why? It was the fourth quarter. You should have got beers at the end of the third. Understandable. Everyone knows it that. It was the fourth quarter. It was a Stop. You, Shadow knows. You... I said some bad words. I'm like, you bleepin' bleeps. And the wave also, for what it's worth, was not coming towards us. If it was coming towards us, I could see how it could be construed that I did the wave. Absolutely not. It was a stop. You people are idiots. Shut the fuck up. That that motion is pretty close. That is
1: BS. Because Eric... You literally did it right before the Danny Atling touchdown. No. Yes, you did. Because we were like, oh, let's start the wave. And we were like, because we were trying to piss you off. And we did the whole wave motion. And you were like, woo. And then he did it. No. Yes, it was. Not while the
0: Packers were on offense.
1: Yes, they were. I admit. You are a lying
0: sack of poop. I admit that I did do it. When the Packers were on defense. No,
1: you didn't. Yes. Because the whole point of the oh, thing was. Oh,
0: you're still contributing to the wave, though. Okay. You just admitted he did the wave. He
1: did the wave. I did oh, begrudgingly do disapp- it. The, the
0: disappointment. Outside of a Badger game.
1: But the timing is wrong. Because we discussed when Danny Edling got the touchdown, it was because you did the wave. No, it was the not. The play prior. No. Yes.
0: No, because here's what also happened. I
2: mean, He's hold such on, such a though. liar. Let's- let let Judge Ramsey step in here. Hold on. There's one more side. No, of no it doesn't even matter. <sighs> Your Honor. Let's uh, just talk about this reasonably, right? Yeah. As rational people. Yes. A rational jury of peers. Yes. I suppose is what I would like to say. You did the wave anyways. Yes. The sin was already committed. Yep. Regardless of when the wave was committed, the sin was still I highly there. Highly disagree. No, no, no. You still agree. did the wave. Yep. And we're anti-wave. Period. Anti-wave, period. That includes defense, special teams, pre-introduction, post-game show, anti-wave from <laughs> the start. So the fact that the wave happened... Regardless. That, regardless of when it was. It doesn't even matter what it was. The wave still happened. I don't disagree. That's like saying, I, I murdered somebody. <laughs> but I didn't do it during the day, so it's fine. That's,
0: that's, that's Well, actually, for what it's worth, if we're, if we're doing this... As a as a courtroom style argument. It's already over. No no the no. No 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 no, no 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 no. no.
1: Eric, you did the wave. If we're doing this Quint courtroom it. style. You're just embarrassed. Sh- no, no, no,
0: no, no. If we're <laughs> doing this courtroom style, the timing <laughs> does matter because that's that's doubt. That's reasonable doubt that the timing that they're accusing me of is off. It doesn't even matter. You did it the wave. It does matter. You admitted so doing here's, the wave. Here's I, the second <laughs> side of this. Yeah, your honor, know, I shot him, but I didn't do it when you said <laughs> the main offense that pisses me off the most is when it's on offense.
1: Oh, Eric, you can't sit here and defend yourself I can, now. I have
0: a tweet that proves my point. No, here, no, no. I do not like it. I begrudgingly did it to humor the people around me because they were calling me a fun Nazi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gave
2: in. So now we're to the point of <laughs> I murdered somebody because they told me to.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you
2: go. It's still the crime. The crime has still been committed.
1: So you have to do the punishment. See, look at this is why I do the wave to piss him off because it's so easy. Should
2: this be the glizzy, the glizzy and the beer? Should That yes! be the punishment? Absolutely not. It should be for
0: doing the wave when the Packers are on offense, which you guys all did. Now the other important part of this. Though, I didn't
2: do the wave when the pack. I didn't do the wave. Period. You weren't at the game. I was talking. Regardless, to who were at the it game doesn't play. matter.
1: I did not do the wave. Ramsey the only, is still wave free.
0: The other caveat to this, though, that I will. Defend myself and deny, is I did not do it when the Packers were on offense. Yes, you because did because what was accused of me was I did it while they were on offense and it led to a Danny Etling touchdown. It very vehemently did not because the wave went three times. It went after the punt, after first down, after second down. They stopped for third down, and then Danny Etling scores a touchdown. You're
2: not off the hook. See, the wave.
1: I think. Eric always claims like, Oh, I, I have the the greatest memory. I know everything. Blah blah blah. I don't remember everything wrong. I think you're remembering it wrong. There's five of us that say otherwise. But it's
0: pissed me off. We've already No already admitted you have motive. No. You
2: you did have motive.
1: I did have motive, but I'm not trying to piss him off right now because I knew Did you or did you what, not
2: call him a fun Nazi?
1: I did not call him a fun Nazi. I didn't. That, that, like
2: that sounds like a Mark Fisher.
1: I said he was a fun sucker.
2: Which is just as bad. <laughs>
1: no, it's not. I was like, Eric sucks fun out of everything. He doesn't like to Sucking
2: fun and being a Nazi are two completely different <laughs> things. It's
0: equally disturbing
1: in okay. that moment. Circling back. Let's carry to on. To my regular yes. point.
0: Sorry. The so, wave sucks, though, for real.
1: Okay. So my actual thing and it's not like because of the Jordan Love thing before like obviously Jordan Love has gotten a lot better since last year I, I don't think there's any denying that he kind of you know whatever but he doesn't command as well as he probably should like he's like nervous to command the huddle like when you go to a Packer game and people are on offense not doing the wave you can hear Aaron Rodgers like yelling no matter where you're sitting It was, like, dead silent a lot of times in there during the offensive, like, drives or whatever. And you couldn't hear Jordan Love at all. And so, like, maybe that's why he kind of blows is because he's not, like, commanding like he should. So that was my big takeaway. Let
2: let me step in here for just one second. Is that probably true? Yes. I could see how it would be hard for him, though, because the entire city does not like him.
1: I'm sure, but that's still your job. Like, even if all of my students don't like me, I'm still going to go in every day and I'm going to command them to do what I... Because that's my job.
2: Yeah, but you're not going to command as well if if you're loved. Love is more powerful than hate, Shauna.
1: I guess it is, but it's still your job. And, like, you got to do your job. Yeah, Jordan Lush is
2: not very good at his job. We've already we've already established that.
1: But I'm just saying, like, you have to... Regardless, like, if you're trying to show yourself, like, you should be commanding... I don't know.
0: Well, I think I will say there is one caveat to this. So I will say his you can noticeably see the the increase in confidence as stepping into the pocket with the game around him. I will I will agree that some of that line of scrimmage confidence may not be there. Well, however, I will also say as like a little bit of a devil's advocate here, I think he does a great job commanding the huddle. And I think his reading is getting better to the point where you could see him checking in and out of plays. You just can't hear it. It's not the same. Sure, sure. So I don't know but we're, if that's a hand
2: signal. We're thing. also talking, though, about the bare minimum. Like, that's true. This is, well, what, right. this is what I'd hope my quarterback could do in 2022 as a three-year pro. Right. Like, yes, I would hope that you could read a defense.
1: Right. Absolutely. I would hope
2: that you could call plays. And I hope you could run an offense. Like Those are all things that I would be like, that's the minimum. That's like... Writing your name on your paper before you hand it in. See? How many times did you not do that, though, Ramsey? You don't even want to know. <laughs>
1: right. I get it. I get that that's the bare minimum. But that's what I'm saying. It just it doesn't appear that he, like, commands the offense yeah, as he should. That's probably a fair statement. And so that's that was my big takeaway. The defense looks good. A um, lot, lot of big stops. A lot of, I don't even know what it was, but we took the ball away. It was a fumble. And we actually, like, got the ball and ran it back. Like, that was nice to see because you don't see that a lot. Or you didn't see that a lot with our past defenses. So that was my big takeaway. The defense
2: looks fast. Yeah. The defense, they look fast. Uh,
1: like head on a swivel, man. Like yeah. they're,
0: they're so good. So my biggest thing with the defense, and and maybe it's just because I have so high expectations and you got to kind of temper them down a little bit because you're seeing third and fourth string guys who are playing for a spot in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not even on the Packers roster. They're playing for a spot in the NFL. Whereas, you know, you see other teams playing starters. You see other teams playing you know second string guys who are very good but you're know, just not starting on their individual team. The Packers for the most part outside of one or two possessions are playing guys who like I said they're playing for a an NFL job. Mm-hmm. They're playing guy, you know, guys who are likely not going to make the final 53 and probably won't be the Packers practice squad let alone you know A final, you know, 53-man roster. There's a lot of guys who are going to be on other teams in two weeks. A lot of guys are going to be on other teams' practice squads in two weeks. So with that in mind, you know, at this point, you're more or less watching the system. And now the other thing that with preseason football is it's a very vanilla defense. You don't see a whole lot of stunts. You don't see a whole lot of blitz packages. Mm -hmm. You're, A, trying to keep it off film, and you're also trying to evaluate talent based on that quote unquote bare minimum. So with that in mind, and I say all this to preface, you know, with this, is my biggest takeaway from the Packers defense is they do get stops, but they're also very opportunistic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we saw Micah Abernathy with the interception when Taysom Hill falls down. And Micah Abernathy might have just made the 53 man roster because he's had a very silent but good camp, and that kind of puts the exclamation on Vernon Scott got cut this week. Where Vernon Scott, I think we've all agreed, has been a serviceable, not great pro on the main roster, but, but very serviceable. serviceable. nonetheless. And he got cut. Now, granted, he also was injured, but still. Micah Abernathy probably gets that roster spot now because he got his name on, you know, Taysom Hill falls down, he breaks the route, gets the interception, etc., um, so that's a big, big point to kind of point out in this this defense. Also, like Shauna said, you know, being able to I think they caused three turnovers
1: mm-hmm.
0: on Friday night's game. I, I know for sure, two. I feel like it was three. Um, I know the fumble, the interception. And that's against a guy who started games last year in Ian book. Right. So, you know, that is an NFL technically NFL starting quarterback that They played the whole game against. When you have guys who are practice squad guys right. playing in your system, your your base system at that. So that's been my biggest kind of takeaway. Now, another takeaway I had from the game, and it's another very underrated roster battle, is the third string running back. Now, we see Kylan Hill officially on the regular season pup as of this week. And... That leads to the third string battle between Patrick Taylor, Dexter Williams, and Tyler Goodson. I think Tyler Goodson's got that job locked up as well, for what it's worth. Does it, does it really matter? I mean, it does in the sense that whoever you put in that spot is likely going to have some special teams implications, implications as well. So I think for that matter, it does. And if you can get a guy like a Tyler Goodson. So, the, I mean, the real difference, you know, we talk about the Thunder and Lightning at the top. A.J. Dillon being the Thunder. Aaron Jones, the Lightning. Patrick Taylor is more of that Thunder power back. Tyler Goodson's kind of a mix of the two, but more Lightning than Thunder. And Kylan Hill, when he comes back, whenever that would be after minimum week four, is definitely a Lightning kind of guy. So with that in mind, do you carry four? Do you only carry three come regular season, make a cut later? I you know I don't know what they end up doing with that. But it's a very interesting kind of silent position battle that's not going to be the main
2: focus. I'm not sure that third back sees the field on offensive starts outside of blowouts
0: or... No, but it's going to be, like I said, you're talking about a special teams kind of guy who maybe, you know, because Amari Rodgers is not the punt returner. I'm am, I am over the Amari Rodgers special teams experiment. Amari
2: Rodgers has no business fielding punts. Does Amari Rodgers made the 53? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. And Isn't that a kind of an uh, interesting thought? So I would have told you that going into camp. You'd be like, yeah, he makes the 53. Like Amari Rodgers is going to be there. I don't know if he does at this point. Well, let's look at your, your stone-cold locks, right?
0: Depending on how many they carry. You know Amara, or that you know Randall Cobb's going to be there. Yep. You know Alan Lazard's going to be there. Yep. Watson and Dobbs. Watson and Dobbs, so that's four. Right. You're pretty confident in the fact that Sammy Watkins hasn't played, that he's a gonna lock at this point. be
2: there. So now you're at five. Because they would have caught him by now, right? I would feel like if they would If Sammy Watkins was going to get caught, he would have. Well, he he would have played by now.
0: Because, I mean, he did have the injury coming into camp, but I think he would have played by now. What are we paying him a year? Like, very minimum, a couple million, if that. That If if he can stay healthy, that could be a steal. Absolutely. So, Sammy Watkins, like I said, fairly confident. That's five, right? Yeah. So, now you're looking at six or seven, potentially. And you have Jawan Winfrey... Who has turned a lot of heads in camp Mm -hmm. and has looked very positive? Had a a great game for his case on Tuesday or on Friday night last week against the Saints. They did cut Danny Davis, which I thought was kind of a shame because I thought I didn't think he had a main roster spot. I'm curious if he gets snagged by another team and ends up on another practice squad. If the Packers are able to bring him back in a practice squad spot, because I think he was very intriguing. Had he not gotten hurt, sure. And then you have Amari Rogers. A second year guy who was a third round pick, which to me, I mean, I don't think that makes him a lock per
2: se, but I think that makes him almost as close as you can be. I would probably bring him back. I know, though, that there's at least a conversation to be had. Are we sure he's actually going to be there? But yeah,
0: absolutely. I think there's 100% a conversation. I think it's a pretty short conversation at the end of the day for this year anyway. But I think it's definitely a conversation that's going to be had come
2: cut-down week. Is there another receiver out there that's not currently on the roster that will be a free agent that maybe they bring
0: yeah. in instead? Well, there's you know, there's obviously, and this wouldn't be a week one guy, but there's obviously the Odell Beckham conversation where the Packers are like the third betting favorite to land him. He's going to be in L.A. I think so too. That's the odds on favorite. That's like plus 150. The Packers are plus 350. It's not Uh, bad odds. Kenny Stills is still out there.
2: Which that makes sense.
0: Um, Did Will Fuller re sign the deal or is he still. I
2: think he's still out there too. Look at that. But that'd be another
0: name that, you know, has been having connections to Green Bay. Because he was on a suspension last year, correct? Two years ago. Yeah, Will Fuller is a free agent too. So. Should you some dude put a $1.5,000, thousand dollar fifteen hundred dollar bet on Will Fuller leading the NFL in receiving yards this year or receiving touchdowns this year at five hundred to one odds? Good for that guy. <laughs> that's a terrible bet. Are
2: you sure though? Well,
0: that's a s- well, he has not. He's not even on a roster right now.
2: Sure, but he will be at some point. You'd think so. And if he got hot, what's the lead leader in touchdowns going to be this year? In receiving touchdowns?
0: What is it, usually like 15, 20, somewhere in there, usually? Well, I mean, there's been years, though, that it's been 12. It's true. You'd have to find either a garbage team that's just going to funnel you the ball, which he had in Houston. Was it Will Fuller that put that bet out? I don't know if he can do that. I would say that Calvin Ridley would have an an argument with that was that person related to Will Fuller at all? It does not appear to be that any relation from the story that's come out here from CBS Sports, but I I would say that'd be a decent fit. I mean, and or Kenny Stills, quite frankly. Yeah.
2: Would be all of the above.
0: You could make that conversation too, which no offense to Mari Torre or any of the other kind of, like I said, practice squad kind of guys. No offense against any of them, but you've got proven vets out there that you could probably bring in really cheap
2: that you're kind of just, you know, waiting on at this point. Because I think we've already had that conversation that we basically got to figure out how to fill 65 catches, like you said, 65 to 100 catches somewhere. And not saying that I don't think that's on that's not in the roster right now. But could you find 70 instead of 65? I sign one of those guys. You know, that's, I guess that's a conversation that we're also putting a lot of trust in Aaron Rodgers that he's going to be able to make these guys serviceable and. that.
0: Well, I think, you know, just to kind of, I think it's very interesting when you see guys who've moved around and really there's three receivers that kind of make this conversation that you're bringing up worth having. And that being Devonte Adams, Tyree Kill, and Sammy Watkins. So all three have
2: had... One very, of those three doesn't belong.
0: Sammy Watkins. <laughs> uh, but they've all had very telling comments on the quarterback position and, and why I bring those three up. So we start with Devontae Adams, who over the weekend, said that Aaron Rodgers had that Michael Jordan effect where he made anybody who was throwing to better. Sure. And we've all said that. We've agreed upon that. That's not exactly a hot take from Devontae, but still very respectful after you leave the organization.
2: But I think that we all know that the quarterback is 80%, the receiver is 20%, right? That's It's not the other way around. It can be. Like Devontae Adams with me, it's going to be 100-0. Devante I think he's 1%, probably 99-1.
0: Thanks.
2: I appreciate that. <laughs> but that's going to be... Um, I don't even... I, the receiver helps... But when you deal with an elite quarterback and an elite receiver, it's like 80-20. Absolutely. So that's the first quote. Now,
0: the second quote I'm going to mention here, not quote, but the second headline comes from Tyreek Hill, who is on multiple occasions now so that he has preferred playing with Tua better than Patrick Mahomes. That's a lie. Well, that's my first reaction, too, is that that is – just you know, that's like when you're, you know, you're talking to a new girl and you you're hyping up the new girl, or whatever. He's hyping up his new girl instead of focusing on the old.
2: If you so, I've come to find this especially in the NFL. If you have to tell me how good someone is all the time, it's usually not it. A hundred percent agree. And I know Tua is probably not it. I would rather have Jordan Love than Tua. That's another one I would
0: throw on the list. Hmm. I'd rather have Jordan Love than Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett as well. well I don't that. Mitch Trubisky got a raw fucking deal in Chicago. I don't disagree with that one bit. I think every... And
2: he was serviceable.
0: I think a lot of Chicago quarterbacks get a raw deal. I'm still a Jay Cutler apologist. I think he was a lot more talented than people give him credit for, even here in Green Bay. Jay
2: Cutler was massively talented.
0: Um, but anyway, but I would point out... So Tyreek Hill says that comment, and then... You know, you look at, you know, the his real kind of the nature of the quote, you know, can very easily take into context is that with Chua, you know, you're probably throwing 10, 15 yard ball and, you know, it's coming to you. He said the accuracy is a lot better, whereas with Patrick Mahomes, it's just, ah, fuck it. Run down there. I'll throw it down. He's down there
2: somewhere. But isn't that kind of the knock on Patrick Mahomes, though, just I, in general, like isn't kind absolutely. of the, the knock that he's always had is that he's kind of erratic. Absolutely. Which leads me to the the third quote
0: is from Sammy Watkins saying that Aaron Rodgers just is a totally different animal when it comes to study, when it comes to practice, when it comes to the accuracy, the ball placement. And at the end of the day, like I said, this all really just points back to the greatness that is the quarterback position here in Green Bay.
2: Well, but we think all these receivers were great, right? We just automatically assume that the receiver's the great one, that Devontae's the great one, that Jordy was the great one. But there's been a common denominator there. Look what happened to Greg Jennings when he left. Look what happened to Jordy. I, mean, I got that Jordy was past the hill, but... I'm going to piss off some Packer fans with that take. Not this one. Not, not anyone in this room, but... Packer fans are a bunch of dorks.
0: Packer fans did actually rank, of all the major NFL sports, I think Forbes did the list, but I, c- I can't confirm that. As the fifth worst franchise or fifth most annoying fra- fan base franchise.
2: I don't. Uh, yeah. For the general speed, Packer fans don't understand football. If Packer fans like the Packers. They don't like football. There's a.
1: We are number one.
2: I'm
0: much
1: late. of the NBC 26 reports says Packers fans are the toughest fan base in the NFL. This came out May 10th, 2022. The toughest, but is that the most annoying? Oh, sorry. I appreciate the contribution.
0: Okay. I'm just saying, yeah, it adds out. I buy it. I mean, Packer fans, they're no Cowboys fan. I think Cowboys fans are the most annoying fans in all sports. And Yankee fans are probably close second.
2: No, Yankee fans have been kind of quiet for the last little bit here. They've been quiet for about a decade now. They've had to be. But, but they've been quiet. Cowboys can be god-awful. Did you How say- about them
1: Cowboys. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles have landed the most annoying fan base. I buy that, I though, buy too. too. The top five are Patriots, Cowboys, Packers, Kansas City Chiefs. That round out the top five.
0: So the Packers were fourth, then, or third? If
2: it was Eagles.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. Eagles, Patriots, Cowboys, Packers. I will Chiefs. give
2: Packer fans this. that Packer fans, um, generally speaking... Love the Packers. Like, they love Green Bay, and they can tell you top bottom who's on their roster. I'll even
0: say this to Packers fans' credit, and I know that all three of us are. To Packer fans' credit, I would say that they're, like you said, they're not blind Packer fans. I mean, they are, but at the same time, they're very knowledgeable. But also, unlike some of these other teams here, I'd say that they've had the most to root for in our
2: lifetimes. They've been the most consistent of the, that group. Yeah, but the thing with Packer fans are they don't pay attention to stuff that's not the Packers. Very true. And that's – so can you be a football fan and not pay attention to the rest of the league? 100%. And if that's what you want to do and that's why you, you want to live your life, that's fine. But there are – there's so much more out there that you can dabble in a little bit. I, pref- I would like to just, you know, check out – tampa bay
1: i mean like i look at like my dad and like my dad will watch all football games regardless but like the only team he like knows a ton about is the packers that's and that's like his whole thing like that's his like and and i think a lot of people like you just said are that way is like they follow one team they'll watch other games but they couldn't tell you shit about it
0: I just said, See, uh, I will say that fantasy football has immensely helped that, though, in the last.
1: Well, it makes you decade. care about watching other games, and like it makes it worth it. I don't know, for like a. See,
0: so that's that's like a thing that the the NFL has mastered, is that you know who their players are, and well, we have this conversation with baseball all the time. Sports gambling was the other one. Well, that too. And I mean, they, they market go hand in hand. they
1: market their their players. I mean, you look at a player, and you, I mean. A I regular Joe could tell you who that is.
2: I would not give the NFL credit for that. I would give advertisers the credit for that. I suppose. Because I, people say that about the NFL a lot. And I'm like, you're not wrong, but let's hold back. Like, companies... Dak Prescott was on here for some advertisement a little bit ago. Right. That's the company reaching out to Dak Prescott, not that's right. the NFL putting that connection
1: there. I suppose. But, like, you look at, like, baseball... Like, we have this conversation. Eric and I have had this conversation. We probably did it. it, uh, Yeah. But, I mean, like, you look at baseball, and there's a lot of marketable guys in baseball. Well, who's the best player in baseball? And you could never. Yeah. Who's number two?
0: At this point, probably Bryce Harper. And number three? Soto, that Soto guy from. Juan Soto's up there. Tatis is up there. Yeah. Uh, Kershaw still, even though with his age and his injuries,
2: history. So, we just named five people, right? If you put them in a room people would not be able to pick out Mike Trout or Bryce Harper for sure. You could probably pick out Fernando Tatis Jr. I've seen him <laughs> on some commercials.
1: Yeah. He's been Mike on commercials. Trout has
0: had, well, both of them have had Subway commercials.
1: But, but, but a regular person, yeah. like, Eric, you are a huge baseball no, fan. It. Like, a regular person could go in in the room. Anybody, you pick off a, a rando insta baddie off the street, they can tell you who Tom Brady is. I love Tom Brady. They can tell you who Aaron Rodgers is. That's true, and uh, they, could they t- name you one baseball player? Absolutely not.
2: And that's the sad part because Mike Trout is having
0: one of the best careers of all time. Correct. That's Mike Trout. At the end of the day, could be one of the top all-time players of all time. Top ten. Oh, we forgot Shohei Otani, too. While we're talking, about I
1: was all-time. gonna say yeah,
0: but he very well could be the greatest baseball player of all time. You could have him in that conversation. He's probably top five. Right. Right. And people couldn't point him out.
2: Granted, how much of that though is that he's loyal to the Angels? Angels, playing on the West Coast, and?
1: But like you even see like this little ad down here for Eli Manning or whatever. I feel like a random person could pick out a Manning too.
2: Well, the Manning like, the Mannings, the royal family of the United States. Right,
1: I understand that, but like I'm just saying, like a random person who doesn't follow sports at all
2: knows who Eli Manning is because like, that that says Eli's
1: exactly place, Eli's yeah. places. But I'm just saying, like, you know, even uh, obviously, uh, you know, baseball doesn't really do that. But like, okay, Tom Brady right now is like the granddaddy of football. So the Mannings, he's my daddy, Right. But the Mannings have been out of football for a while. I feel like anybody could pick out a Manning.
2: That's the less famous Manning. That's easy. The only one that's less famous is Cooper. Are you
0: sure? And Cooper's son (laughs) is more famous. Are you sure? Well, Cooper didn't play in the NFL. Yeah, but everyone loves Cooper. Because he didn't play any- Cooper has known. I don't think you could point him out in a room. No, but you can't. you know like his name. name.
1: You know his name. He looks like a man name.
0: He's got a fucking forehead, huge
1: forehead. Yeah. But five finger. No, five that's head.
0: that's the that's the issue with the NF- or that major league baseball has, and I guess kind of like I said, just kind of making my my roundabout point here, is that fantasy football really has I think
2: done that very well. You know what's funny? What's that? I've enjoyed watching this Little League World Series. So we've had the Little League World Series on.
0: <laughs> this is it's good. It's entertaining. The Little League World Series is a for me anyway is a must watch event every. What
2: year. are the ratings, Little League World Series versus your that M MLB game tonight, Whoever one that is. I'll, I'll look for you, Ramsey, but. I, would, I, I almost bet you that the Little League, Sir, Little League World Series is drawing more than the MLB games. So last about. year,
0: the Little League World Series championship... Oh, no. This is last year's complete Little League World Series averaged across all three platforms on ESPN, ESPN2, and ABC. Last year was up 13% to an average of 1.02 million viewers.
1: Okay, so the the championship... Michigan's 5-2 victory over Ohio in the Little League World Series on a Sunday afternoon, mind you, 2.77 million viewers on just ABC alone. That's a lot. That's what I'm
2: saying. I bet you the Little League World Series is, draws as much, if not more, than the MLB game. Maybe not the playoffs, but the random MLB game. Speaking of random MLB, do you guys see the people having sex at the <sighs> Oakland a's game? Oh I did God. not know. No. <laughs> there were two people doing the nasty up in the grandstands at the that's That's incredible. Let me, okay, let me verify that source real quick. Just but sure. let's, just
0: while we're talking about this whole thing, so 2018, and this is just one stat that's on the sports media watch, but in 2018, if we talk top baseball audiences for 2018, this has been up since then, our Little League World Series viewers. The MLB All-Star game was the top watched events that year. The MLB home run derby was second and the little league world series championship was third at 3.25 million viewers.
1: See, but so that he already like, he like, it's the championships, but like a random Tuesday night, Wednesday night football or, uh, sorry, baseball game is not pulling as many viewers as a little league world series. Yeah.
0: I love the Lily World series. But the I, kids
1: make it fun. Like, it's fun to watch these kids and the little anecdotes about them. That's cute. Yeah. Anyway, you guys want to talk a little more about Packers yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that.
0: New
2: York Post. Whoa. <laughs> Interesting. I bet you that headline did more draws than the game did viewership. <laughs> I would even go as far to say
0: that, that probably that might have outdone the Oakland A's. Season-long viewership. Oh dear. But just a little bit more Packers talk here. Um, I do have Matt Schneiderman's uh, Packer roster projection, and just kind of looking through it. Ramsey, uh, we, we can talk about the wide receiver battle. So the first one, quarterback, they have two, which, duh. Running back, they have three. Now I would, according to Matt Schneiderman, I'd be wrong. This this, his projection has them keeping Patrick Taylor over um, Tyler Goodson, which I don't know if I agree with that, but that is what it is. Now he has he does have them keeping seven wide receivers, which probably makes sense, right? And that being Lazard, Dobbs, Watson, Cobb, Watkins, Rogers, and Winfrey. And I mean that makes Winfrey's kind of like that. Like I said, he's that outside guy looking in. Uh, three, uh, they are at, at tight end. They have four, uh, Tunyon, Lewis, Daguar, Tyler Davis, who, by the way, has been awful this whole training camp preseason. I'm amazed that he made the second round of cuts here. Um, they cut Dominic Daphne over Tyler Davis. I have not understood the hype. Dominic Naft is not nothing to write home about either, though. No, absolutely not, but... The fact I mean he's dropping passes, he's fumbling, holding penalties. I mean, really, and this is, you know, just kind of this is the headline from um Matt Schneidman. Davis is doing everything he can to get cut. Drop passes that lead interceptions, fumbling away the ball, holding penalties and negate explosive plays. False starts in the first play of the team periods in practice, yet the Packers don't have anyone to fill that spot. Which I think is the most telling thing is they don't have that. Third or fourth tight end to go to, because I mean, DeGuire technically by trade is a tight end, but he's an H back, right? So he's not really in this. I mean, he's in this group by default because you need to put a label on him, but not really, right? And Mercedes Lewis is a glorified tight, or he's a glorified offensive tackle who occasionally runs a route. I mean, he's he's like the eligible. I'm surprised they don't have him check in when he comes to the game, where you know how the official always goes. Number seventy-two is an eligible receiver on the play. That might as well be Mercedes Lewis when he comes on the field. At that point, he, we should put him in a lineman uniform. Yeah,
2: but so how old he, is Mercedes Lewis now? He's,
0: I think he's in his forties. I think he is trying, he is trying to be the longest tenured NFL tight end.
2: <laughs> he's about to be the longest tenured player. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. He was drafted in what two thousand
0: seven or something like that. I think he's he's gotta be older than that. Because Rogers was drafted in two thousand five, two thousand six.
2: I was told that was a good year.
0: Mercedes Lewis is thirty eight years old. He was drafted in the two thousand yeah, two thousand six draft by the Jaguars. Damn. First round pick. Now, in that draft... Did
2: Mercedes Lewis go before Aaron
0: Rodgers? That's what I was just about to look up. In that draft, in the first round... the it has top, to be, right? The top five picks were Mario Williams, Reggie Bush, Vince Young, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, oh, and A.J. Hawk. So that was not the <laughs> Aaron Rodgers draft. So I think Aaron Rodgers, actually, he was oh five. 5 That's my bad, so no. But A.J. Hawk was in that draft... Look at how many of these guys end up being like who are all out of the league at this point. There are guys who are, you know, Pro Bowlers. We're looking at guys who are in the Hall of Fame for years already. Like, and Vernon Davis was in this draft, Ramsey. That was a good draft. Matt Leiner, Jay Cutler were in this draft. Haloti Nada. There's a lot of guys there that had good careers. Chad Greenway, Antonio Camarti, Tom uh Danny Joe or David Joseph, Jonathan Joseph, D'Angelo Williams, Antonio Holmes, Mercedes was the twentieth overall pick. Nick Mangle, Joseph Adai. Just trying to look. Roman Harper was in that draft. Greg Jennings was in that draft. Devin Hester was in that draft. MJD. That's uh There's a lot of Hall of Famers in that class. Owen Daniels. Jari Evans, former Packer. I'll never forget that draft. I thought for sure Reggie Bush would be the number one pick. Steven Goskowski, Brandon
2: Marshall. Goskowski. Elvis Dumerville. God, basically mad in 2006. All of these guys are in there. Delaney Walker was in that draft. Shana, what's your take on the 2007 or 2006, 2006 NFL, draft. NFL draft class?
1: I gotta be honest, I haven't been listening. I've been looking at the Packers back welcome luncheon outfits. <laughs> Mitch <laughs> and
2: Julie got invited to that,
0: and I don't think they went. Tramon Williams, me? Miles Austin were undrafted players out of that league, by the way. Uh Matt Prater was undrafted out of that. Tramon Williams. That's insane.
1: If anybody cares, Aaron Rodgers rocked a, a Canadian, Canadian tuxedo, tuxedo today with the same bolo tie he wore in twenty fourteen. With Matt Flynn.
0: Matt Flynn, that's another. That's no. your random pack of
2: quarterback of the episode. You know, we had talked about, or you know, we have not talked about in a long time. Who's that? Vinny Testaverdi. That's true. Shout
0: out to you, Vinny. Shout out to our random Vinny Testaverdi drop. We should get that sponsored. We should. It's the Vinny Testaverdi drop of the week. The name drop of the week. If you would like to sponsor something on our show, we need a helicopter. We do need a helicopter (laughs) and you can put towards the Vinny Testaverde name drop of the week. But anyway, Uh, anything else, Packers, that you guys want to touch on here before
1: we wrap up? The outfits were fire at the luncheon today. Who had the best outfit, Shauna? See, I really I do like Aaron Rodgers' outfit every year. The, The Canadian tuxedo just can't be beat. I, I'm going to say that's not true. Well, it's just like it's <laughs> it's a classic. Did they know? do a
0: team-wide theme like they did that year where it was all Western? Or? So
1: not everybody. It doesn't look like everybody did something special, um, which is kind of sad. Um, some people just kind of showed up in their, you know, regular.
2: What did AJ play? Dillmer the ah. mayor of Dora County. What did he wear? If I'm Major
0: Done for the record, by the way, I am only wearing shorts ever. I'm and
2: drawing... I, where's that key to Dora County? That's around my neck. That's my bling.
1: <laughs> I literally just had an article where it went through every picture.
0: September, I got... Uh... Jordan Love looked classy. I will say that. I yeah. hope so. He's the backup quarterback. Yeah. Christian, Wa- Christian Watson looks like that guy... Like, in middle school football, who was wearing their dad's shirt. Like, look at this. Yeah, it looks like he doesn't <laughs> have his own yet. Yeah. AJ Dillon, I, I don't know if he rocked the whole outfit, but he's got a, a nice purplish polo shirt. He looks very happy. He's got some, some food in his hand. Well, yeah, he's the mayor of Dork County. Check this out. I'm a
1: very happy guy. The mayor. Um, Jair, always rocking the big uh, white sunnies. I think Jair Alexander
0: has the most swag of a human being.
1: He's got a yeah, lots of
0: swag, and that includes like LeBron James, who recently, who just got his logo on his tooth.
1: I don't know who Zach Tom I'm is, fan. but he dressed up Western-y. Zach Tom, I don't know who that is, but he's an offensive lineman. Okay, well he what he dressed up as. I a don't western.
0: this Caleb Jones offensive lineman. He's got the whole western thing going. Aaron Rodgers just living his best life. Canadian tux. Yeah,
1: Jair just wore, like, a regular shirt, but his big white sunnies.
2: Okay, so if you guys were going to the Packer luncheon, what would you wear?
1: I don't know. See, like, these, like, regular people in the pictures here, they're, like, some of them have Packer stuff on, some of them have, like, you know, nice.
2: You're a dork if you wear Packer, but to the luncheon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What was Mitch going to wear? Why didn't they go? If they got invited, I'd be there. They didn't so invite so year.
0: I'm probably wearing a nice polo and
1: jeans. Can we take our can we take their tickets and just pretend to be Mitch and Julie? Maybe.
0: I'm I, probably wearing a nice
2: polo and jeans. I could be Julie. <laughs> I would wear leather pants and a crop top.
1: Look at Maddie. Look at him.
2: Pink leather pants and a crop top. Oh god and a white crop top. <laughs> Quite the visual Rams.
0: Anyway, let's wrap this bitch up. Uh first at
2: only Ram 5. Before we wrap,
0: <laughs> feet pics, we do have a what's weird Wisconsin what picks story. Picks we
1: <laughs>
0: to wrap up, Shauna, what's our what's weird Wisconsin story this week? All
1: right, here it is. Uh, I was looking at like weird places uh just cuz we're coming Wait, up dead in Dead News Week, hey? Yeah, kind of Dead News Week, but this spooky
2: season is right around the corner.
1: That too, and you know, falls right around the corner, and you know, do you have fall ours,
2: decorations up? Yeah, I did not check those. Yes, I, uh, I did. I was about to say those I'm sure went you up do. last
1: week. Um, I got the fall candles out. It smells like freaking apples and cinnamon. Okay, it's fall, there. not the best time. It, the vibes,
2: August August first to November first, best time of year in Wisconsin.
1: I would even extend that all the way to Thanksgiving.
2: See, once you pass November 1st, you kind of start getting spotty weather.
1: Right. It's I,
2: pretty safe to say the entire month of October is nice.
1: I, right. Generally I agree. Speaking. Okay. So because fall is coming up, summer plans are kind of going to the wayside. Weekends are freeing up. I was looking at weird places to visit in Wisconsin. Uh, so no ads, by the
2: way. We're going to go to
1: this place? I would hope so. It's in Spooner. I love Spooner. I've been to Spooner before. It's Master. not all that far from here. It's not that far. Um, it's called Big Dick's Buckhorn Inn. What? Yeah. Uh, so I'd like <laughs> to have Ramsey's attention. It says within Spooner lies Big Dick's Buckhorn Inn. And three weird surprises. So I was like, oh, what is number uh, one <laughs> already from the first sentence? I was like, all right, you got me
2: hooked. I'm um, in, interested. We're going to Spooner this weekend. It or said next weekend.
1: mixed in among many stuffed mounts. You will notice a stuffed calf with two heads and a stuffed saber toothed tiger. Okay. Not only that, but the men's restroom was once visited by president John F. Kennedy. Oh. Um, I'd piss in that urine It like says, that. I can't guarantee that either of these unique animals were once living, but when I called the inn to confirm whether or not it was graced by JFK, Jacob Wallach, an employee at Big Dick's Buckhorn Inn, says it's true that he was here sometime on March 18th, 1960. Uh, JFK stopped in while campaigning. Uh, so it says, if you love taxidermy, history, or in the mood for a good beer, stop into Big Dick's Buckhorn Inn on your way to your next attraction on this list. So, what was the third surprise? Yeah. I think it's the fact that JFK visited. So, the num- so mm-hmm. you got two the, t- the two headed calf. Sabre tooth tiger, the two headed calf, and JFK. But
2: that, that's really one surprise in JFK Pete here.
1: Right.
0: Also, where did he poop? Do we know what he did? Was
2: he, was he
0: surprise number one or was he surprise number two?
2: <laughs> did Marilyn visit with him and it was him and Marilyn doing their thing? And...
1: See, I don't know any of that. I just, like I said, I saw Spooner. I was like, well, that's not that far. And then I saw Big Dick and I was like, okay. Jesus, shut up. <laughs> not because of whatever. I just thought that was a funny name. So I thought it would be a good place to visit. Like you said. Do
2: they have a drinking lodge at Big Dick's?
1: It sounds like it's there's like a bar.
2: Is there a... Uh, I, I like to drink beer, so I like to smoke cigars inside. Okay. So I love going to the casino. I also like can't to, do that anymore. I like to drink beers in a lodge type setting.
1: Is there a lodge? Okay, let's see here. So, Big Dicks Buckhorn Inn. This sounds like a lot of free advertisement. At Big Dicks. Yeah. yeah we calls are... up. It it's like log Cabiny. Is there a lodge style bar? <sighs>
2: Can we convince Kayla to go is the other one?
1: It <laughs> Okay, so it uh it looks log cabin-y. Um there are not a lot of reviews <laughs> of Big Dicks.
2: Well, there's a lot of reviews on big dicks out there. It's probably not this in
1: Big Dicks Buckhorn. Um but like I said, I falls coming up, Eric and I like to take little Saturday day trips. I thought this might be a good place to go. Um, I like to drink
2: beers in a log cabin type setting Big by Dick's, a fire.
1: Big Dick's Buckhorn, it's got a deer on the the the, the marquee outside. Um it's a classic dive bar, it says. Yelp. I don't mind
2: Dray and, my, Dray and my lizard with JFK written to. I got to know if he
1: pooped or peed. Yelp says service with a smile and some booze. What else do
2: you need? <laughs> and we have a saber tooth tiger.
1: Yeah, exactly. It says there's great bloodies. There's usually a great cloud crowd and lots of Northwood stories to keep you entertained. Great atmosphere, great times. Literally, That's number seven restaurant or bu- pub and bar in Spooner. It is four. Number
2: seven an- in Spooner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is four and a half stars though on Yelp. The, this is every. This is good stuff.
2: We should make a dive bar tour of Wisconsin, and we
1: should screw what's weird Wisconsin segment. Let's do dive bars. Dive bar of
2: the week. Can we get
0: that sponsored? Oh. We should be able to get. We gotta get someone to sponsor that.
1: Is there a dive bar in Gillette? that we can? There's, a, that they can like there's nothing Gillet. but
0: dive bars in Gillette. All
1: right, <laughs> let's let's start calling them up.
0: Justin Katie, Katie have one job this week. Before Justin couldn't come back on the show. There's w- no way Justin will listen this one. D B O W. Yeah, Justin. Before you can come back on the show, if you're still listening, all
1: right, Ramsey. We need the dive bar of the week. Here is it's. So it says the best bar in Spooner. They have a boxing glove machine, pool tables, oh. pool tables, darts, and arcade. It's kind of divey, and the bartenders don't stray far from whiskey on the rocks or a beer. But it's the most happening bar in Spooner. It's much larger than the Wobble and Duck, and they don't have pool tables over there. It's a party over here on the weekends. If you're not from around here but want to meet some genuine locals, this is the spot.
2: Can we stop at the Wobble and Duck when we're going by Big Dicks? Just to compare. Absolutely.
0: So this is the What's (laughs) Weird Wisconsin Dive Bar Tour.
1: Okay. Big Dick's Buckhorn. One more Yelp review. Sorry. Big Dick's Buckhorn is a great place to sit down and grab a cold beer. With knowledgeable staff, especially the owner, Big Dick, and a variety of local micro I can't wait for another chance to come here again next time I'm in Spooner. Fair enough. So,
0: all good reviews. No free ads, though. Big dick. We need to get a pony up. We, up need a a <laughs> we need a helicopter. We need a helicopter. We need
1: a helicopter with a big dick on it.
0: You sponsor it. We'll, we'll put it whatever you want on it. <laughs> anyway. So, just to wrap up here, then, uh, we have what we are rooting for in the upcoming week. I'm going to kind of double down for myself.
2: Uh, RPW Heatwave Wave 2. Should be a blast. I was going to take RPW Heatwave, too. What time are you picking me up? TBD. <sighs> Let's figure that out yet. I haven't I, really thought that far. Happy. I guess there's a pretty important birthday that's going
1: on.
0: Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. Shout out to Tom.
1: Happy birthday, Dad. Have a great... Well, yesterday it was, so I yeah. guess have a good week. Well, he birth, really does birth, a birthday week. month, so... <laughs> Ah <laughs> yeah, and
0: and That's we are cool. celebrating this weekend, so yep. all weekend we'll be celebrating Tom having a as it should be
1: bunch of Miller Lights on tap okay. for him, an ice cream cake, and steak and shrimp on Friday. So Sean is be be a going to Timber Rattler
0: game with Kurt Angle on Saturday night. Yeah,
1: I'm just
2: saying you picked the wrong event.
1: <sighs> Rpw Heatwave Two is going to be that Heatwave Two. Heat wave two. Heat wave two. Heat wave two. Good on me. Uh, yeah, I picked the wrong event, but you know, I tried to talk fam going into wrestling. They weren't having it. Maybe next time. Did
2: you tell them that Ramsey was gonna be at wrestling?
1: Yes, and it swayed my dad. <laughs>
2: I was about to say. It. I think that that would have been a little more of a drawing power. Then. Yeah,
1: it swayed my dad, but uh, we got some die-hard baseball fans and. It, the is what the it is rest of the family was like I said, not into
2: heat wave two. Rich has
1: just got to plan another one, and then we'll uh, be at the next one. The, the next Hallback one fam. is
0: planned. Oh, yes, I believe it's in December. It's RPW Destiny, too.
1: Well, hell yeah,
2: let's go run it. Is it? Just, I thought it was maybe it's November. I have no idea. I, I think it's before that, but yes, it is already planned. Tickets are on sale, I believe already.
1: Well, let's call up Tom. We'll ask him to go. Shh. Secretary Shauna, I, the roof of Wisconsin Boys, and Tom.
2: Oh, Tom is an honorary Wisconsin boy.
1: My dad's gonna, gonna sure have to that. stay at our place.
2: <laughs> he basically set up our state our studio
0: here.
1: Yeah, shout out, Tom Holbach, man. He uh, he knows a thing or two about nailing stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Just on that note,
0: <laughs> episode eighty four is in the books. I'm Eric. That's Ramsey. That's your secretary, Shawna. We're out. See you. Bye. Bye.